Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Who messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one-man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from November the 28th of 1987. We are coming off the heels of Starcade 1987 and Chi-Town Heat, so I don't know. I guess it'll be a fun show, but Doc is ill, Harper's running late, so we'll have to see how it goes and maybe call it in a ring. With that said, Doc... How you doing this morning, man? Or night, or evening, whenever these people are listening to it. Man, I'm fucking sick again, dude. I think I have. I think I might have AIDS or something. You're getting like broads with all these illnesses lately. I just I can't. I can't. There. Well, let me tell you one thing that's different than the broads. You don't stop getting your drink on just because you're sick a little bit. You, it, that's when you're really sick is when you stop drinking cold beer. Um. I don't know, bro. I've been around a lot of white broads who uh, get white girl wasted, and they drink when they're sick. Now, we know that's a lie because you ain't been around no white bitches. But, uh, okay. yeah, maybe Doc Has AIDS is your next hashtag that get trending out there. I don't know. Maybe I'll have, I'll have to call up Magic and see how he defeated AIDS. I have no clue what you're talking about. Magic? Magic. magic. Oh, Magic Johnson. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. My bigger question is where? I, hey, I'm sick, but at least I'm fucking here. Where's where's the the spot monkey of this thing? <laughs> See how petting possums or fighting alligator gar or tracking down Bigfoot? He's like a fucking wild <laughs> Harper's Wild <laughs> Kingdom and shit. You want to tell everybody who's listening right now the irony of him being late right now? Well, the irony, and this is the beauty. Of, see, everybody likes the yuck yucks that Harper brings to the table, but no one has to deal with Harper on the front end like we do. So, we got a text today, this afternoon, that was like, "Hey," because I had suggested, "Hey, how about we start early, man? I'm sick. I want to get to bed. You know, let's start early." All right, brah. Let's start at six. Oh shit, that's fucking great. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then it's like five forty, and it's like Harbor can't start till six thirty, and now it's six thirty-eight, and uh, the no-show kid is still no-showing. <laughs> he just turned green. Let me see if I can oh, get him. Oh, <laughs> eight minutes late. Can't wait. Why even show up? <laughs> From ages eight to eighty. <laughs> Blind, Never cripple, mind. and crazy. Blind, cripple, crazy. Anyway, let's call him up. But, 
Yeah, that's the irony of it is that he was the one who said, let's start early. And we were like, hell yeah, let's get this. Hell yeah, over, brother. So, and then, you know, he's the one that we're calling uh, 10 minutes after the fact. Right. God bless him. But we can't do the show without him because uh, there he is. What's up, man? Say, hey. hi to the, say hi to the people. We're already rolling. Hi. All right. There you go. Happy birthday, Jeremy Stewart. It's his birthday. Oh, wow. Let's sing happy birthday to him. Like a yeah. Bunch of, like a bunch of broads. wonder if he went to work today. I don't Who know. Who are y'all talking about? Oh, wow. What a fucking dick. And you got to connect with the fans, pal. Jesus we're never, never going to grow this podcast. What a fucking asshole. Who are we, we talking built, about here? We built these social media platforms for you to be able to connect with the people and now look at you. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know what you're talking about, but should I keep going? Well, an asshole. Okay. Happy birthday, Big Jer. Rod Price just caught a big, big old garfish today. You saw that? No, I hadn't seen it. What he posted on Facebook? Yeah. No, he I, he hadn't he hadn't been posting as much as he used to, or else you know it's some algorithms on Facebook, man. Sometimes you don't see people's posts, so I don't know. That's that this. deep. I, that's that deep state shit, you know. Parker, yeah. tell Doc how big that possum was that I sent you a video of last night that was in my backyard, brother. Yeah, that's a possum that's been fucking eat, eating a lot of shit, man. <laughs> he said. Mike That's said, like a city possum. No shit, because Mike, Mike goes, well, he was up on the fence. I was like, well, hell yeah, he was. You don't get that big without fucking learning how to get away from shit. Yeah. Well, the, I was trying, the irony I was trying, of to explain, it. I was trying to explain to Mike, though, because Mike, for being ghetto, Mike said he hadn't seen a possum in years. So I was explaining to him to leave them alone because the, unless they're messing with you or rabid, they're actually kind of good for the, the ecosystem around your your house. Yeah, they eat bugs and shit. Right. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't complaining about it. I was just saying I hadn't seen one in this area since I moved here. And it was kind of like, what the hell? That's a possum. But anyway, and that's something that's big. Uh, they, uh, they don't get rabies. I, I forget okay. why. It's something, for some reason, they can't get rabies. They're just car- They're just like your last couple of girlfriends. They're just carriers. Yeah. And then, let's see. I want some other possum news. I uh, do. I saw one last night, fucking walking around. <laughs> Whenever you want wildlife and wild kingdom on a pro wrestling podcast, you ain't gonna get it nowhere but this show. And you need yeah, to now, realize if, that if 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 Conrad starts having possum talk, we know for a fucking fact that he's over here taking notes. Well, I get. I feel like people rib me all the time because I'll have people tell me he was talking about alligator gar a couple weeks ago, and I don't remember that. But anyway, Conrad used English words. Y'all use English <laughs> words. <laughs> nah, man, it's funny. Anyway, uh, let's uh, keep the show moving. So, Harper, we got are you to, all right? We got to, man. We got to get going because guess what? Huh? These shows are longer, man. This I is, know, bro. Come on, man. I think the whole the the shorter ones are. Are gone, right? <laughs> that shit's pretty much over with, right? We need baseball <laughs> seasons is what we need. I don't know, bro. Baseball season, nothing happened last year. We were right, still... right. That's what I'm saying. Like, but there, there's probably a strike or something. <laughs> this is the These greedy one. players want too much money. Yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right, let's get get rolling again. It's November 28th of '87. We'll talk about it shortly, and we'll kick it off. But I want to give a special shout out 
to the largest patron contributors monthly who are Hall of Fame patrons, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, at K underscore row 86, and Mike Childry. Thank you for your patronage. Also want to mention a bunch of shout outs because we had a couple of people bump up their patronage and then some new patrons See? out there. So, yeah, they, they want more Harper. And I got I to gotta talk about something related to uh, the patron shows coming up shortly. Somewhere in the middle of this episode, we're going to do it. But anyway, we got Chuck Glenn Gertner Abbott. says hi. Joel Gertner. He was a, Chuck, Chuck Gertner, he was at the Wildcat show. He says, hey, what's up? Didn't you tell me that last week or was that the next day after we recorded? Was that last week? I can't tell. I can't remember if you told me. The, I think that was I just re- over the phone. Okay, that's what I was saying. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Okay. it's Isn't it Chuck Guntner? So, yeah, whatever. You figure it I, out. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm just trying to get the man's He's name the right. white Harper. people names. Okay, <laughs> work with me here. So, Chuck, there you go. Chuck, become a patron while you're at it. Um, But I need a shout out. Glenn Abbott, longtime listener, been with us for a very long time. He is now a Hall of Fame patron member up into the BTT Hall of Fame wing, along with Bobby Murray, longtime listener who's been with us for a long time as well. He's up in the Hall of Fame wing. And Josh Dunn, who is already a Hall of Famer and a big supporter of the show, bumped up his patronage a little bit. Appreciate that. Josh, thank you very much. Uh, Kevin Mathers, thank you for bumping up your patronage as well. And then some new patrons, um, Eddie Prather, Kevin Jeffrey, who is on Twitter, at KJ Wrestling Fan, Ralph, at Saints Forecast on Twitter, and at Cadbury Bunny. Thank you very much all for becoming patron members. Enjoy all that extra gold and patron content. Your support is greatly appreciated. Fritz Von Malky on Twitter, I mean, and Doc and Harper also want to send you your heartfelt thanks for being Patreon members. So there oh, we and, go. And, and, and Stephen Jaworski's Turtles, I hope they become Patreon members. Jesus Christ. Honking Link. I've Puffin. never been so glad to avoid this nonsense in all of my many years <laughs> on this earth. Did you call him Honk and Link? It's Cuffin Link after Rocky Harper. Oh, I thought it was like, oh, I thought it was Herc. Like fucking Hercules. <laughs> all right. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean, whatever, man? Why are you going to be all salty? Hey, Harper, I am sharing my screen. We're testing something out tonight. We're trying to see, yeah, if, see that. if Skype updated. Doc told me it was working. Um, so let me know if it freezes up at all. But however, um, Doc was telling could, me when we tested it pre-show, it was working pretty good. Yeah, they had rigs coming out. Yeah. Uh, if it starts jumping, let me know and I'll stop sharing. But I figured we'd try it out and see what happens because Doc and I and you got big plans. But we'll talk about that later on the show. So do are we ready I? to do some? Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. You just don't know about it yet. Okay. It's it's real big wow. plans. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. All right. So we are doing again. It's November twenty eighth, nineteen eighty seven, Saturday night on TBS. This is post arcade, and you know, this is not like the. The Raw after WrestleMania is nowadays. It's a little bit different. So just hang with us. Anyway, we jump into the show. Not much is happening in the opening. They show Flair parading to the ring in his robe. Uh, Shivani opens the show and tells us that Nelson Royal is the new World Junior Heavyweight Champion. I'm sure that made Doc very happy. Doc, any thoughts on that? I got no thoughts, pal. (laughs) What about you, Hopper? At least show show a picture of him or holding a belt so we know who the fuck you're talking about. He's the bunkhouse stampede guy. I'm just saying. Show me a picture. I need physical photo evidence. Right. It fucking adds to it. Okay. 
Salty Hopper tonight. Tony gives some of the results from Starcade, which was a big deal back then, because if you were like us, we didn't see it live. There was no way we saw it. Um, wouldn't you uh, agree with that one, Doc? Or you want? I think it's kind of a mis- mistake because they show some matches there. Why are you going to tell me who won them before you show them? Fair point. Hopper, your thoughts on that? Yeah, the same thing. I was wondering, why are you telling me the fucking uh, the results already? Let me watch it. Yeah. Well, let me see how cra- let me let me see how crazy it is so that next time I'll figure out a way to spend that money for it. Another good point. I hate I hate agreeing with you, Doc. See? Well, I could have saved What's Jim Crockett it? promotions by myself at but you know, they didn't call. Sure you could. So Nikita then comes out and then he thanks the people for all their support and Nikita tells mm. us he is now turning his attention to the bunkhouse stampede. Tony also tells us that there will be an interview with either Crockett or Dusty later on. It was a little confusing the way he explained it. But anyway, uh, any other thoughts on the opening Hopper with Nikita and anything else? Hell no. Mm-mm. All right, we'll keep moving. We got the Rock and Roll Express versus Trent Knight and Larry Stevens. Rock and Roll wins with a double drop kick. I'll keep going if y'all don't have any other thoughts. So y'all just no. say something now if you do. There we no. go. All right. So bear with me here. Let me get to the first promo uh, that we're going to play, and it is um, Jim Cornette. So let me ask a question. Uh, Hopper and Doc, is it still moving rather? I just paused it, but is it still moving? Was it still moving rather smoothly? Everything, I mean, appears, for, to, everything appears to be tip-top shape, my friend. I mean, mine's kind of, yeah. be honest, mine's like, it's like moving and like, it's not like smooth. But I mean, I can say you're right. Are you connected via? Are you connected Ethernet? Or are you just on Wi-Fi? I'm on. Uh, I'm on Wi-Fi. All right, Doc. How are you connected? That, I got that little blue cord, pal. Rock, okay, that's, uh, rock, rock hard. Yeah, that that's why. But I I got you, Hopper. Like you said, it's just a little uh, it's a little you're jumpy. Right. So, but um, all right, cool. Well, let's go now to Cornet first promo we're playing from this episode let's see what he's got to say just based on coming off the heels of starcade and whatever else he's got going on and pay close attention if you're on patreon to stan lane jesus, jesus christ, christ. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about that on the other side we will let's hit play hey jim cornett punk that's a big deal big two nobody you jerk I meant it when I said your daddy was alcoholic and your mother's ugly, too. His mother's as ugly as the day is long. Let me tell you something. Everybody can see plainly all across America that the Rock and Roll Express managed to weasel out with their filthy, stinking, low-down lives out of Starcade. Despite everything we can do, they're just too slippery to grab a hold of. They're like those slugs that show up on the back porch under a cardboard box after a heavy rain. You got to pour some salt on them, and then they curl up. Well, let me tell you something, rock and roll. Since you got out alive, you've been making noises about these, brother. The United States Tag Team Championship belts. Well, I got news for you. We may not be able to get rid of you because you're so stupid you don't know when you've been beat. But we dead gum sure can keep these belts away from you because you're not good enough to beat the Midnight Express in the ring flat in the middle and never have been. And the Bunkhouse Stampedes are coming up in December and everybody's all excited about it. I got the baddest tag team in the world. I got the baddest man in the world. And Jimmy Crockett, you better be there every night, brother, with cash money because I'm going to have my mother's butler, Thurston, down there personally every night to cart those money bags off on his back. And let me tell you one thing, Dusty Rose. 
Rhodes last year. You cheated my man Big Bubba out of the finals at Bunkhouse Stampede. Everybody knew he should have won it because he won the most money. Not the most events, but the most money. And that's what everybody's after is money. But you got together with Jimmy Crockett and you cheated him. Well, Dusty Rhodes, I know you're an expert on everything that smells worse. But this year in those bunkhouse stampedes, we got a few surprises for you. And I understand you got that United States United States heavyweight title belt around your waist now. Well, the United States Tag Team Champions being the All-American boys that they are, Dusty Rhodes, being the American dream that they are. They're the American dream to grow up looking good, grow up winning belts and titles and money. That's what the American dream is. And either one of them, beautiful Bobby or Sweet Stan, Dusty Rhodes, might just challenge you for that U.S. heavyweight belt that you got around your waist so proudly from Starcade. Beautiful Bobby, I think, would take it. Sweet Stan, I think, would take it. We might have to just flip a coin to see, Dusty Rhodes, who gets the honor of whipping your you-know-what and taking that gold away from you. And Big Bubba Rogers, the only man in the world that can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. He's going to win the bunkhouse stampedes, brother. Fans, we'll be back right after this timeout. Uh, I gotta throw it to Harper first. Harper, that's nice. I, I know. Stan Lane, do, do you want to? Do you? Would you like to describe what you saw or your? You know what I love Stan? that Stan is is Stan, and there's Bobby sitting there. Bobby looks like a guy, you know, from the South. He probably says yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir. Oh shucks. He, yeah, and then when he walks into a, a room, he takes his hat off and he opens up the door for 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 the old lady and they're staying with just total fucking sleazeball. ball. <laughs> <laughs> he, he fucking moves his sunglasses down to look at the lady. Dude, when he did that, uh. I popped. I was like, he found him something out there that he liked. Yeah, he's like, What's up, girl? I'll take two of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hopper. What else? <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Cause it is fucking Bobby's. Just yeah, uh huh. You, you know, you, they could tell he probably goes home to a a wife and kids and shit. And there's Stan is the complete the complete opposite of fucking Bobby. Oh Jesus, uh, Doc, <laughs> your thoughts? Could he look any more like a supreme dickhead in those words <laughs> than he just standing there? Just and then he said something about flipping the coin, and Stan starts looking for it like he's Jimmy Dill Ray acting stuff out. <laughs> Dude, he Stan was out there scoring without the ball. Every gym has a guy like Stan in it, I, <laughs> but I they're not mandatory. they're not Stan, right? They want to be built like him, right? This. Corny was great, but I mean, I, I, I got distracted both times I've watched this now because I was busy watching Stan run in place for himself without the ball. Stan, Stan, so for everybody who doesn't see it and doesn't watch it as you do this, um, Stan has sunglasses on with a mirror reflection on them with an Adidas jacket. I mean, the pussy is flowing through Stanfield yeah. at this point, and he is restocking the home for unwed mothers. There is no doubt about it. He, he, is looks like, he looks like this is the last place on earth he'd rather be right now. Yes. Like, I'm doing everyone here a favor by showing up, but I got something out back that I need to get to real quick, like. I 100% agree. 
Doc, any other thoughts on Stan right there? Because it was just glorious. Well, that was always – I like Corny's line of strapping a piece of chicken to his back and motorcycling through Ethiopia. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> it's, that's, that was a big Christ, deal right? back then, man. Yeah, dude, imagine that and saying that now. You, you will be kicked off a of fucking TV. Uh, you can't do nothing anymore on TV. Come on. Yeah. I mean, we just did the New Jack episode where, you know, you said man, he was I watched, wrong I watched, with. I watched New Jack – Use a term on the one I watched tonight for Friday's recording, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, he. I mean, you know, calling the NAACP. There's a uh, precious looking all the way live. Yeah, so let's keep going. Stan looking glorious. The next match, they actually announce him as the fabulous Freebirds. Yeah, they let me feed- tell you something about that. They can do whatever they want, but I ain't ever gonna think of Jimmy Garvin as a Freebird. Hopper, you? Yeah, he, he he was always he's like a fill-in free bird. Uh, he's like, I, I mean, what happened to the other two? They're world class. Yeah, they're gone. But they're not called the free birds. Yeah, no. they're they're they are wherever they're at right now. I can't remember. Yeah, this Ice, is around a time when Iceman got with them too, or not? I don't, don't remember the, the year. Yeah. But so well, if, 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 if there was two free bird factions at this time going on, I guess. Let me explain something. Harper's asking a question. If you want to answer that question for Harper, uh, since Doc and I don't know, you send that to a Facebook message to Harper. Don't send it to my inbox. No, no, no. Don't send me <laughs> none of this shit. Send this, this, send this to Mike Mills. <laughs> the send it to Harper. Brian. He handles all my social media. No, no. Yes. <laughs> because I have people email me, tell Harper, no, you can contact him. He's got no. social media. Negative. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Doc's just it's sitting just over there like, going. I, I don't hear nothing, man. My What's the line that you like to throw out all the time? My name is Bennett, and I ain't in it. That's nice. What were you about to say, Harper? This is like when I was a kid when I had the, the two Ghostbuster cartoons. When they had the real Ghostbusters that was based off the movie, and it had the other shitty Ghostbusters. Y'all remember I have that? No clue what you're talking about. I didn't remember that there was one. I knew no. there was one. I remember I Hopper, I do remember the Ghostbusters cartoon. Right. I, I don't I don't know was... about a second one. I don't want to get, get sidetracked, but there was two Ghostbuster cartoons. In the eighties, one that's why the one based off the off the movie was called the real Ghostbusters, because before that one, right before that one came out, there was another Ghostbusters cartoon. You don't remember that? I guess y'all I, remember. I remember the one. I don't remember there being two and there being like a fake one. Yeah. How the I hell mean, did they get away with a fake one? Well, there's a whole a, a, like. Okay, fuck. <laughs> in the nineteen seventies, there was a Saturday morning TV show that for kids called the Ghostbusters, and it was these two kind of goofy guys, and they had they had a gorilla, which was some guy in a costume, and it, it, it was like Scooby Doo. They would go to haunted houses or whatever to fucking and and and, and find ghosts. Well, whoever did the Ghostbusters movie, they something they. 
they got the name or something from that. And so then when the Ghostbusters, you know, became a hit fucking thing, the people who who made that the, that old TV show said, let's make a cartoon based off of that old TV show since Ghostbusters is a hot name again. And they made this little goofy cartoon with these two guys and a big gorilla and they, they got to go get the ghost and all this shit. And that's what, and then, and then when the Ghostbusters cartoon based off the movie came out, they had to call it the real Ghostbusters because Jesus the name, Christ. yeah, dude. You know, you know, Mike, there are people out there, cynical <laughs> ones at that, that would think that we planned all this. <laughs> but I can pr- assure so you right. and promise you. That the first time we heard Harper's voice today was when these people heard Harper's yeah, voice it's, today. That's true. That's so true. There was no show prep here. That's just the kind of thing that you know you can. Ha- anything can happen once we uh, turn on the red light. So Roxanne. if we hear Conrad bring up the fucking Ghostbusters, mm. what the fuck? Hey, this is the Starcade match. We already yeah. know who wins because we, we've right. seen it once and then Tony spoiled it for us. And so, hmm. So, I got to tell you, that was, I was getting back some of my time on that hour 31 mark here. So, the, the Freebirds won. It, we literally went down comparing the generic Freebirds or the knockoff Freebirds with Jimmy taking over and being one of them here to, you know, they won the match and then Tony showed throws us to a replay of the final minutes of the Dusty versus Luger match. Uh, Dusty won. We discussed it last week. If you don't remember it or if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to last week's show where we covered Starcade Part 2 since we broke it down to two parts. Um, I know this was a replay, but it wasn't a replay for us back then. We saw it for the first time when it aired, so this is the kind this of would replay. Have been, this would have been like Christmas morning back then. Okay, To so get to see be- these two in a cage... This was a big deal, man. Man, I can't even explain <laughs> what this would have been like. So, seeing uh, you know, if you'd have said, "Here's a Playboy magazine that no one will know you have, and you can keep it in your bedroom somewhere, <laughs> or you can see this match and then see Ric Flair later," I gotta say, Doc, I'm taking the wrestling. Yeah, because Doc, I got yeah. my mind. You know, right. I got that JC Penney's catalog. I could just go jerk off to. Right. That's nice. You know, well, so stuff like this probably only came second to you. I mean, I'm not just talking about 86. I'm talking about, you know, or 87. I'm talking about any time they showed like a big thing like this on replay. Um, like the first time you would have seen something like this would have been from 82 Christmas Star Wars with the oh, yeah. Freebirds and Vine Erics. But yeah, this is a big deal. I mean, we didn't get this, you know, we didn't see it live. So th- the fact that they replayed this, this wasn't a replay. It was the first time we saw it. So anyway. Uh, they, you know the drill. Dusty, Dusty does end up winning. So with that said, let's go now to Dusty's promo. Uh, because Dusty, Dusty's got something to say, like a, a press conference after, uh, the match that we did not get to see next week. So, uh, give me a second, and here it is. So there you have it. You know, fans, there's nothing much I can say to add to that or add to what you're about to see. The the post-match press conference. But let me say this. I've been in this sport for four years now, and I've seen different sides to many different athletes here on television and then in the arenas, maybe going home after the matches. You're going to take a look at a different side of the American Dream Dusty Rhodes that maybe that you've never seen before, but I have. 
It's a sign of a man who has a tremendous amount of love for this sport and a tremendous amount of love for many fans. It's a man, Dusty Rhodes. Is he at the crossroads? You may ask yourself that question when you take a look at this. Let's take a look, truly, what is a very emotional moment for the U.S. Heavyweight Champion. I want to take this opportunity to, to thank Jim Crocker Promotions and the wrestling world throughout in the National Wrestling Alliance for tonight was a, a big moment in Dusty Rhodes' life. I want to say one thing, first of all, at this uh, post-game thing here, that Lex Luger is probably the greatest athlete in this country. And the lessons that he learned tonight with Dusty Rhodes, the legend himself, will go down in history and he will never make the mistakes again. Lex Luger will probably be unbeatable because as being in the ring on this occasion with him, he was at his best. He is a great, tremendous athlete. I'm as tired as I've ever been in 16 years of wrestling. I'm very tired. It comes time now to start thinking about laying this old body down. So I'm going to go home and think about it. And if Dusty Rose, the American Dream, has to retire in 1988, then I thank God for the re relationship I've had with the public and with Jim Crockett Promotion. Thank you very much. Uh, now, nowadays we would know uh, wrestlers never retire, but back then we, yeah, you know, shit, he's going to retire? He just won. Anyway, mm -hmm. Doc uh, Harper, your thoughts? That seemed very real. You saw, you saw how uh, Crockett. Crockett looked, looked at like it. somebody took off with the last eight ball, man. Yeah, wait, I mean, wait, what, what's happening? Right, that's nice, just, Doc. I mean, that's what he looked like. He fucking walks off and he looks at him like, wait, fuck, wait, wait, what, what? Are Here's you being serious? Here's the thing. First of all, why do we need a press conference for a U.S. title? Hmm. Second of all, so you just won the belt. Now you're going to go home. Well, you clock's ticking on that 30 days, pal. You got to defend that shit. He's tired. Why are you ruining it for me, Doc? Man's tired. He's 42 years old. That's a young man in any era. Okay. Doc, any other thoughts on this? Nah, not really. I didn't think, I thought it was kind of goofy. Yeah, I don't like how he called it a pre. What do you call it? A uh, post game. Yeah, he called it a post match or something. Yeah, but yeah. you know whatever. Yeah. Do you, do you know who those guys were? That was what? Uh, well, there was them? Sandy Scott back there. Yeah, right. And I think it, one of those was Gary Juster, if I'm not right. mistaken. And uh, I couldn't. Well, there was a brother in there. I don't know where who let yeah. him in. Right. That's nice, Doc. Who cares? Who and then <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. You're such you an asshole. You can't get out yelling at me while Harper's even being worse. I just said he was an asshole. Fuck. <laughs> that's bullshit. And then I didn't know who the other guy was, and I kind of lost interest. So there you go. 
So if you if you want to tell us who it was, Boy, that's I want Harper's you to go look right up there. Facebook and go and DM Harper. He loves hearing from all the listeners. He cherishes this relationship that he has with each and every one of you. That's right, especially Jeremy Stewart and and Stephen Jaworski's uh, turtles. <laughs> okay, you're gonna, so next... gonna run these people off, Harper. The nah, next match, not. if I haven't done it in in. Four years, you won't do it. The next match is Larry Zabisco. He defeats Bob Riddle. Um, Shivani mentioned at the start of this match that Jim Crockett has spoken to Dusty about retiring and to stay tuned because we will hear more later. After that, we got a Zabisco and Baby Doll promo. Hadn't planned. Hold on, hold on. I thought Larry was great in the ring here. He worked real slow, but there was a lot of psychology going on, and and the crowd was behind Wyndham big time, more than the promotion is. I thought Zabisco was really, really good in this match. That's sad. That <laughs> poor Barry. Poor yeah. Barry. Was We're gonna say that again Flair. later at the, for the main event. <laughs> yeah. Feuding with, was feuding with Flair and and he, yeah. now he's yeah. What well, the fuck? I mean, it's just that they just kind of just I don't know. Take it. We've don't talked. take any days for granted. You never know. We've talked about always, it ad nauseum. It can always be worse. Uh, true. Uh, the promo. That Zabisco cuts after with Baby Doll. Zabisco's talking about Barry, and then he also says Dusty is on his hit list. Uh, they throw it to a match where Zabisco cheats and hits Wyndham with a foreign object. You know, Zabisco ends up winning. That's we not actually the big ha- story of that. Y- yeah, no. <laughs> let me. Um, let me. There's let me, a let me headline there. Uh, you want to tell the people what it is, Doc? Well, we had an old friend uh, show up again, and he. Doug and Larry Zabisco's britches. I'm having trouble finding it. I don't have the you exact sure are for you twitchy bastard. There it is. There um, it is. <laughs> Timothy Horner. That Tim I thought he Horner. was gone. I thought he was gone too. I thought he was Kendo the Samurai. Well, you know where this is. What this is from, right? Spring Stampede. No, you know. Come on, bro. Who'd they what? just buy? Yeah, it's UWF. It's from UWF. He's the Lightning Express. Yeah. yeah. Right. So Lightning Express, you know. So he's out there and he helps out uh, Barry and ends up getting his ass handed to him and doing so. There he goes. Look at him. Hopping, hopping the rail. Come on, Tim Horner. Tim Horner, get the ref's attention. He loaded a glove. He hit him with something. Tim, this is a perfect example of. Mind your business, bro. Just mind your business. You know, like, Hawk no, and I no, talk. No, look at this Let me dick. get in there. That's where all Let the good get... stuff is. Yeah. Oh, no. I ah, just got DAT, you idiot, idiot, idiot. <laughs> mind your business, bro. Just mind your business. <laughs> all right. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts on this as, uh, as Horner and Barry got beat down at the end there? I thought Zavisco had a good night out there. Yeah, it was good. I ain't complaining. Larry, you said it a couple weeks ago. I think it was. You said Larry was a weird dude. He, he kind of was, but you know, I think he's good. Everybody's a little weird every once in a while. Yeah. How'd you How'd you think he was on commentary when he did commentary for WCW in the nineties? I don't think he was that bad. Slightly above was, average. Yeah. I was gonna say the same thing. I thought he was fine. I thought he, I thought he did all right. All right, any other thoughts uh, before we move forward to the nature boy, Ric Flair? Things are right again. Let's hear it. You don't it. want to talk about him shitting on the South in that promo? Oh, Go ahead. What do you have to say? 
You remember that? No. They got that broad. She has a Confederate shirt on. Oh, I pictured her later, but yeah. Yeah, and then he kept, and then, and then I guess uh, that's when they got the idea of uh, shitting on the South, and they should put, uh, 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 who was it? He he fucking said they should put on the side of Stonewall Jacks on on the uh, the fucking on that wall where they got the is is it called Stonewall? Stone Mountain. Yeah, the big fucking mountain with the fucking Confederate <laughs> heroes on it. And it's like, yeah. The, um, Wouldn't that be more like a little baby hill? Yeah, I mean, whatever the fuck it is. Sorry. Let's <laughs> fuck it. Let's just move on. Fuck yeah, it. We, we should probably just move on. <laughs> no, man. I'm I'm enjoying listening to Harper tell his story and Doc's over there fucking with you, man. I t- I'm on your side. Harper. I just uh, I just think that there's not enough Canadian con- Confederate heroes, if you will, to justify a whole mountain. Oh Jesus Christ. Harper, I, he's an asshole, isn't he? Yeah, that's your people. <laughs> he's trying to tell a story, and that's that's what happened. Okay, we will move on, though. Let's go to Ric Flair. Here's Flair. We talked about the tremendous matches during Starcade. Well, fans, here he is for the fifth time in his career, the heavyweight champion of the world, Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Rick, congratulations. Well, Tony, thank you very much. And there is a problem in the world. I don't see it right now. Atlanta, Georgia is carrying it live. Ric Flair, five times. Five. Look at him. Five times. The Nature Boy walked the aisle. Five times. The Nature Boy walked away. Well, as we know, it's the greatest trophy Woo! in professional sports. Tony Schiavone, Ric Flair, five times the man. And we're going to take a look at the man, Ric Flair, Ron Garvin from Starcade. Let's take a look at how it happened. All right, so they show a replay of the finish. Doc, any thoughts on the first part of the promo as I... Uh, fast forward us to the second part of it. No, because in the second part, he starts laying down the Flair Manifesto. <laughs> okay. Hopper, what about you? Anything? Nah. All right. So let's go to the second part now. Rick, what one tremendous match. Five. All I can say is whether you like it or don't like it, learn to love it because it is the best thing going today. Now I'm not going to blow Ronnie Garvin's horn. He wouldn't have been in the ring with me if he wasn't great. He was a world champion that says it all. But Ric Flair has been a world champion five times. And I promise you this, above all else, I'm going to be more obnoxious, more overbearing, and I'm going to make you all learn to love it because you'll have no choice. The four horsemen, think about it, Chicago, Flair destroys Ronnie Garvin. Arn and Tully destroy the Road Warriors, remain the world champions. Luger! Lex Luger suffers a minor setback. Nothing that Luger can't take care of tomorrow. 
the four horsemen will ride and reign supreme. We are, we are, and listen very closely, we are the franchise. We are the best. We compete at a level unknown to mortal man. We run all night. We run all day, 24 hours. We live, we eat, we think. Wrestling, we're the best there is. And I'm telling you, yes, I'm excited. Shytown Eat was the Four Horsemen's night. Luger, no problem, pal. You got Ric Flair, the captain of the team behind you. So Dusty Rhodes, I don't blame you for thinking about throwing in the white towel. No one would want Luger a second time around. Ooh. Learn to love it. Diamonds are forever. And so are the four horsemen. Woo. And the world champion again, Ric Flair. We're coming back right after this. I love how Rick varies his woo. Sometimes there's woo, and sometimes it's woo. You know, I just, I like that. But, Doc, you said he had his manifesto, so what do you have? He's going to be more obnoxious and more overbearing, and he's going to make sure that all of us learn to, to align. Did you hit mute, Doc? No. Okay, you cut off. You, you, Sorry you know there. Love it, and he's going to make sure what? Yeah. Uh, he's more uh, overbearing and obnoxious. And then he was talking about how he, he didn't blow Garvin's horn. And I was like, well, that's that's fortunate. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah. Harper, what about you? I like it. I like when he says, oh, Luger just had a minor setback, man. That's all that was. Yeah. Remember he said that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That was just a minor setback. He just lost the U.S. title at Starcade to Dusty Rhodes. And said, shit happens. Yeah. Blow yeah, what are you going to do? Right. I won can't my title. Can't make an almost without cracking a few eggs, man. Exactly. Eh. All right. Anything else, Doc, from Flair right there? Uh, solid. He's back where he needs to be. Things are right with the world, and I'm liking it. Whether speaking you like it not, or don't. Speaking of not liking things, though, oof, right here on what? the screen, man called Sting. He's like Sting. a he's like a blonde Sean Royal. Mm. You want to continue? Anything else you no, want to say about I've it? I've said, but I've said what I need to say, j- jackass. Okay, Sting defeats David Isley. Hopper, do you have anything from the Sting promo? <sighs> I mean. I mean, what do you, what do you <laughs> want me to say? <laughs> Doc, do you have anything from the Sting promo after you beat he Isley? Was terrible. Go listen to it on your own time. I guess it's almost it's almost like uh, it's, it's like Nikita without the accent mm. to a certain extent. That's a good point. He there he is. Kids. He was for the kids, man. He would beat on his chest and scream. There he, ah, there he is. Rawr, I got blonde hair. Ah, I got paint on my face. Oh, I did like how he talked about how he went through all kinds of partners and yada, yada, yada. And uh, 
he's still here type of thing. I wonder who the, who who uh, that was aimed towards. You. Oh, he's he's talking about Us. he was he he was a partner with Eddie Gilbert in UWF. Yeah. Um. I mean, if you want to go back even further, I mean, he he was a tag team with um Warrior too. Right. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So I mean, I don't I I don't know if he's directing it at him or whatever but if if you want to answer harper's question though make sure you send it to his facebook send inbox. it to mike mills <laughs> send it to his right. twitter then if he doesn't respond within five or ten minutes send it to his facebook too <laughs> all right so we do have another promo coming up though and we are going to play this one it's not really a promo it's jim crockett jr who's got some clarifying news, I guess, on the Dusty situation, or he's got, got an announcement to make. So here that is. Let's bring in Mr. Jim Crockett. And, Jimmy, I know you have talked to Dusty Rhodes, and that certainly surprised all of us, surprised you. It was an emotional time for Dusty Rhodes. And he is the defending Buckhouse champion. What about coming up for him? Well, to, to say that uh, Dusty's statements caught me off guard Thursday night is an understatement. Right. I almost fell out of my chair. Dusty Rhodes has been one of, if not the dominant force in wrestling for the last 16 years. Absolutely. He's one of those few individuals, when they came into the sport, they were on top and have stayed there the whole time. He is the U.S. Heavyweight Champion now. He is the defending bunkhouse stampede champion for the past two years. Right. Uh, I rode to the airport uh, Thursday night with Dusty, and we had several long talks. We met again Friday morning. Okay. Friday afternoon, Dusty uh, went to the kickoff press conference for the Bunkhouse Stampede, and uh, which starts in Monroe, Louisiana. Dusty will defend his title in the Bunkhouse Stampede. At this point, that's all I can say. Okay, well, that's good news. We're glad to hear that, and thank you very much. Dusty Rhodes will defend his title during the Bunkhouse Stampede, fans. Okay, let's go back to the ring. Talk any thoughts on Crockett Jr. right there? I'd right say now? keep an eye on the screen. Stan Lane's about to wiggle his whole complete ass off. In this Bro. Of this <laughs> Those little kids, fuck, they should shut up, man. It's not like he was doing this in a middle school cafeteria. <laughs> Some dick dancing at the middle school cafeteria. God. <laughs> oh, God. oh, there he goes. There he goes. <laughs> God, dude. I could, just, I could picture him at Kenny's QS in Fat City, like, hey, you want to do a line of Coke? He's got a Miller Lite in his fucking hand. Harper, do you want what? to explain? Do, do you, we have a very, very big international audience, not just people from New Orleans and, and the South Louisiana area and Metairie. Do you want to explain what Kenny's Key West is? Kenny's Key West was his, was his big old nightclub that was in Fat City. And it, there it goes in 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 uh, Metairie, and it was where like a lot of people who look and act like Stan would fucking go on Friday night and try to get laid and and do drugs and and be assholes. Lots of white people. That sounds like a great night. <laughs> lots and lots of white people, just for the record. Yeah, right. Yeah, lots of white people and listen it's to Stan uh, is the king. St- yes, God, he would be the king. <laughs> okay all right so uh i guess there's nothing else from jim crockett jr right there but they the just invalidated Express... the whole press conference there so whatever 
Midnight Express defeat Thunderfoot 1 and 2. As Hopper just explained, Stanfield Lane is out there wiggling and hitting the snake move as he enters the ring. The broads are getting moist just at the sight of it. It's a very, very funny thing. Um, Doc, any thoughts on the match or uh, what keeps uh, the dance? The dance that got me all hot and bothered. I can't deal with any the actual match. Um, Corny cuts a promo after, but I don't have anything from it. Did you? He said that they don't do they. The one line he said is he said we don't do non-title matches. If we're out there, the title's on the line. Except they just lost at Starcade to the Rock and Roll Express. Okay, but see that works for him. It's in perfect. midnight, it's great because it's 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 great, right? Because they're heels, I'm, I, right? I'm not saying it was a mistake. I said it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, Hopper, any thoughts on Corny right there? I mean, I, I guess what 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 uh, Doc just said. Yeah, what I yeah. said. Yeah, I'll see Corny tonight. <coughs> Speaking of which, like... um, I, I I look at Stan. Hold on, let <laughs> me. Because Stan's like, People on how many Patreon. times we got to do this shit? <laughs> Look. Look at him. Look at I'm him. I'm trying to get to the club. Yeah. Right. Can he be any more disengaged as Cornette cuts that promo? God, he is, bro. He is above everything that is happening. Stan is that guy, like, you know, like when you leave the club uh, late at night and there's that Camaro sitting there. You see him sitting there smoking a cigarette, and then all of a sudden you see, like, this chick's head bobbing down in his fucking lap. That's fucking Stan. Stan's a yeah. guy getting his dick sucked in the parking lot outside the fucking club. <laughs> Going to Shoney's after? Yeah. <laughs> Certainly, not Vito going, Certainly not Vito going down on him. Oh, shit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> It's, that's nice. <laughs> oh shit! The fucking oh, Sopranos is so great. Oh yeah. He had the village people outfit on. <laughs> Chaps and all. All right. Vito, um, what are you doing here? <laughs> all right. So let's keep moving. Luger. So yeah, let's. I, I went on to play. This it, is but... a good promo. Well. Have you ever Hopper, noticed when me. he takes off the glasses how far apart his eyes are? That's no, no. What's he? What, what's he look like? A jacked up catfish or something? Something like that. And at fifty nine, <laughs> fifty five, you will get to see the girl behind him in the stars and bars t shirt. Okay, so Hopper, you were about to say Here something about comes. the promo being good. I don't know. I tell you, the way he's dressed, it looks like an old cigarette ad in a Playboy magazine from the eighties. For like a Winston's or something. That's a good one. Yeah, I I I would have to agree. His eyes are far apart, but I don't really give. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hopper, you said it was a good promo. Do you want to say I why? Thought it was good, and then he fucking goes to the ring, and then it's and and I don't think JJ kind of fucking interferes. He just lets him roll. Yeah, he was all right there. Yeah. Well. It's funny you picked that up. Um, just wait. I mean, yeah. it's uh, there's a reason JJ doesn't say anything, and we're going to see more on that later. So, yeah, uh, Not necessarily in this episode, but there, no, there's a reason for that. In the 91 minutes of the coming weeks. Yes. Um, uh, Doc, I'm trying to get to the part where you say, so he takes the glasses off, and then you say at 59.55, what happens? 
there's a broad in the back with a stars and bars t-shirt. I figured Stan would have already had her in the back. Well, he probably Stan. did. She's over behind his right shoulder. She's okay. like behind like Tony. He, he, she's like, I'll make you South rise again, Stan. Jesus it's like, Christ. oh, well, come here, girl. Uh, oh, there, there she, she is. is. Wow. Jesus. Oh, my. Heritage, got, not hate. She got lost on the way to the Smoky Mountains and just stopped <laughs> watching wrestling there. Yeah, she just Good. stopped in downtown Atlanta. God. <laughs> Hold on. I got to pause it on that one. Jesus <laughs> Christ. For the Patreon members out there. There she is. Wow. It's Heritage, not hate. That's one of that's that's a that's a Smoky Mount special right there, and that's the ones when I was like, in, you know, being doing some outlaw mud show stuff. Rod Price would tell me, brother, sometimes you get horny and you'll just knock it out anyway. I know it's not what you like, but brother, don't ever pass up a good time. Anyway, is that, look on her at that. Bone is that a bruise or mad attempt at makeup? What is it's an that? attempt at makeup. That's probably I a can't... bruise because she didn't know how to act right. Right. He told her once. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Sopranos thing right there. You put your hands on my niece again, I'll, I'll kick your ass. If you want to put your hands on my niece without me getting in your business, you marry her. Anyway, all right. God, that sucks. Okay, so um, we keep moving, and um, we got Dr. Death, UWF heavyweight champion, and yeah. he's going to defeat... Smoky Mountain Wrestling fame, Tommy Angel. Well, not really fame, but look at Tommy Angel with the satin jacket, Hopper. There you go. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he wins, and then we go to a Dr. Death promo. Let me just say this. I don't have specifics from this, but it was really weird listening to Doc because it was almost like he was kind of cutting up a heel promo, but he also He's says... starting he the heel gonna... turn. He's starting the heel turn. I'm calling it. He... Oh, gee. <laughs> what a calling fucking it 30 years later. Are. <laughs> right anyway uh any other thoughts on hopper the match or doc's promo no okay. he was out of breath which i which kind of i don't know i didn't like that but i mean what are you gonna do <laughs> you blown up you're blown up All right yeah well he didn't do a tim horner though right i mean i don't know if y'all remember like BTT Hall of Fame patron member. I thought, Josh I, thought I thought Tommy Noe was gonna wheel out one of those oxygen canisters, <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's got one hand with it over his nose and one finger pointing up, going, "Hold on a second. <laughs> like, like Horner, like Josh Warren was saying this uh, on the Facebook group, long time uh, Hall of Fame patron. He was saying like how Horner, he his his train wrecks were so bad. Like, I kind of miss him, and I, I, he was saying, and I agree with him, and I said that was going to happen. But, man, Horner would cut those promos, and he, would, he wouldn't just be out of breath. He'd be like, <gasps> like, like gasping, right. like dying. I mean, there's something to that. But anyway, um, all right, we'll keep the show moving. Garvin comes out, actually, and he's going to cut a promo after Dr. Death. And, I don't give a shit about one word he had to say, but let's see that ball cap he's wearing. And I know Harper's probably got one of those in his uh, closet. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. Let me let me let me say something as as it's playing for the members on Patreon. So Ronnie said his exact words were something like, "I had a bad ankle, I had the fever and the flu, but I'm not going to use any excuse." But that's exactly what he just did. 
What's going anyway, on on that hat? Look at it's that just, hat. Yeah. <laughs> but he's ahead, fucking Oliver. Canadian. <laughs> he knows his audience, though. Yeah. I guess he saw that bra that, that had the fucking Rebel Flag got- shirt. And he's like, bro. And someone probably just had one sitting like on their bag. Like, oh, bro, I'm going to wear that out. I'm going to make that bitch's p- pants wet. Yeah. Bro. How, motherfucker. how Southern wrestling is that trucker hat he's got on? If That's you're not, shit. if you haven't seen it, the American flag is on the left. The Confederate is on the right. It says American by birth, Southern by the grace of God. That is knowing your fan base. That needs to be on Dick Murdoch's head. <laughs> God, that's perfect for his head. Yes. Yeah, but remember, Dick, Dicky, Dicky said, "Fuck America." He sided, he sided oh, with right. Ivan, but then he kind of disappeared. There were some guys at my high out. school because it was like the early '90s that, um, what was that? Uh, what was the black by popular demand or? I don't know. There was some shirt that was out in the early '90s, and the Malcolm X shirts, I guess. And then the white people had their version at our school, and then they got their asses beat for weird. <laughs> Pretty sure that makes Mike happy. I ain't saying nothing. Why? Who side sure are you Har- on here in the race? I'm war? sure Harper. I'm sure Grace King had their factions in um in Harper's neck of the woods. I I, I guess everybody got along, dude. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, we, we shall keep this thing rolling. Um, Michael Hayes actually comes out and he pushes starts. Ron Garvin the fuck aside and says, "Let me get my, let me get some." Yeah, so I don't know. I don't have anything else from Ronnie and you know this situation here. Do you, Doc? No, I want to get to the to the real plot line here. Am I missing something as you say? No, that? in this episode, isn't it next? Okay. Well, Ron Simmons versus Rick oh, yeah. Steiner is up next. Oh, yeah, and right. I was the, interested in this match, and then it just kind of fizzled away. Okay, so let me mention, it's Simmons versus Steiner. Teddy Long is a referee. Uh, near the end of the match, Kevin Sullivan comes down to ringside. Shivani says, lately, Sullivan has been saying that Steiner has been listening to the wrong people. And Steiner throws Simmons over the top rope, but there's no DQ. Steiner then just leaves the ring, and Teddy Long does raise a hand on Ron Simmons uh, for the win as Steiner just leaves with Sullivan. And Shivani sounded just as confused as we may have been watching it. Doc, any thoughts from you on yeah. the finish? I don't, mind, I don't mind this at all, and good Lord, we need something for Sullivan to do. But this would angle would have worked a lot better if it was going back into the devil faction instead of the varsity club. Not that there's anything wrong with the Varsity Club, but just you've been listening to the wrong people and leading them off away by the hand and all that. I'm gonna throw it to Harper because this is getting to the to his prime of watching this. Your yeah. thoughts on on uh, this happening in, in the Varsity Club? Yeah, I I, I kind of don't remember. Kind of, uh, I don't remember don't how remember he joined the Varsity Club. Oh, okay, I got you. Well, you're seeing the beginning. <laughs> You're seeing the beginning of it, I believe. Yeah, because then he show fucking Mike Rotunda, and then he brings that's up. How, that's how back in the day, Steve Spurrier would uh, recruit for uh, Florida. He'd just walk out onto a high school field and grab the kid by the hand and walk <laughs> off with him. <laughs> that's, that's nice. Come on, Ladarius, uh, we're gonna win the SEC title. That's that's <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, any any other thoughts on um 
on what we're looking at right here. These two big bastards are two big bastards. Yeah. I'll tell you, man, when you look, when you look at Steiner, it's hard to believe. Like, I mean, he's not like big, like Scott ends up being, but he's pretty damn jacked right here. I mean, he got yeah, some, he's fucking huge. Yeah, he got some size on him, and um, Ron Simmons is well, a, Scott's, a big motherfucker too. Scott's coming soon, huh? What point does he come? This is eighty-seven. Uh, email Hopper. I'm Man, sorry. Facebook. Kevin Sullivan, run that back about twenty seconds. Kevin Sullivan left with Rick Steiner like a guy at the club trying to get a girl out of there before her friends realize what's happening. <laughs> it's like she waited. It's like he waited till her friends went to the bathroom. It was like, "Come here, girl. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Let's go to the car. Go. Go. I already closed out my tab. I already closed out my tab." <laughs> It's messed up, man. That shit didn't look right. <laughs> yeah. God, damn. I'm just saying. And then the girl comes out the bathroom. Where did Becky go? And then you see the taillights to that fucking Camaro just going down the street. Well, Becky wakes up. Becky wakes up about seven and a half hours later going, why is my butt hurt? <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> That's fucked up. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay, um, Doc. Any other thoughts? Yeah. I'm trying to. It, this is going in like ridiculously slow motion. I'm. I'm trying to. Uh, there it is. The spam, spam slam, slam of the week. Right. It, isn't it crazy that the logo hasn't changed one fucking bit? You don't need to mess with perfection. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, look at that. People. It's the same exact can. <laughs> <laughs> or now, makers of Spam and other grocery products. Other big, grocery products. Professional wrestling, one of them. I just had to play it for a second. Anyway, Doctor Death wins the Spam Slam of the week with a overhead press on one of the Gladiators, or or, or Thunderfoot. I'm sorry. I'm surprised uh, that WWE didn't cut that out. Me too. I, I actually think, if you notice, it's been a couple of weeks since we've seen it, and I know we did Starcade, but. Um, since actually even the last one was done, so I, I'm thinking they just missed it. They had to because it's a free commercial, right? <laughs> <laughs> know your audience, bruh. Know your audience. Anyway, <laughs> um, so we go to the next match. It is Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard for the NWA World, or they are the NWA World Tag Team Champions, and they defeat Rocky King and Chance McQuaid. Nothing, um. I guess nothing unexpected there. Doc, any thoughts on the match before we go to the actual promo? They Quick beatdown. Which it should be, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. They're the champs. The spine buster, and then Tully comes in, does his thing. One, two, three. Yep. Yeah. So, um, tell you what, I've got to put a stop to Patreon part one of this week's episode. So give me a second. Let me stop it. And then I'll go Jesus. straight from that to this promo. No, it's got a limit on it. That's the only reason. I'm oh yeah, it, so. that's it. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, that's it. Okay. You're an asshole. You know that you're an asshole. All right. So anyway, now we can go to Tully and Arn after their match. Here it is. I tell you what, Tony Schiavone Thanksgiving night. We said one team was going to walk out with the gold, and one team was going to walk out like that. And you know who can't show up on Saturday? The Road Warriors. They must be in the gym working on that bench press some more. 
Because I tell you what, Road Warriors, you ain't got what it takes, baby. We came to your hometown, Woo! Chicago, Illinois, Town East, and we walked out with all the glory, the four horsemen, just like we said it was going to be done. You put it in the bank. It was gospel. And now the four horsemen are going to go on to bigger and better things. The Nates did it. Luke did it. Arn did it, Tully did it, JJ did it, and baby, what a party! Woo! Chicago's never seen nothing like it! Tony Giovanni, under normal circumstances, I should be more beside myself than what I normally am. But see, what I've always told you is I'm a professor of this business. I'm a student. A while back, when I was walking around without one of these, I told you I was going to do whatever it took to get one. And I did. Now suddenly, there seems to be another void. When we walk in and everybody hollers, chap, few of us turn our heads and say, yeah, what it is. A couple of us don't. When I'm telling you, there's people around here that want to make commercials. They want to do Brill Cream commercials. They want to do movies. They want to be a star. Well, stars are in the sky and stars are in Hollywood. The reason horsemen are what they are is we get it done in that ring better than anybody else. That's what I remember first. That's what I hold true. The marquee says wrestling. And don't say, go make a commercial somewhere. Don't go to Hollywood. Well, gentlemen, the four horsemen are four synchronized gears all working to perfection. One of those gears wants to fly off on its own. We pull it. Hey, double A, what you saying, buddy, above all else, is the horseman, Red Lug, JJ, I five a pal, the four horsemen. And I reiterate, whether you like it or not, learn to love it, because we are, come on, Lug, the best thing going on. Four horsemen. Yeah. Man, hold me right back. Don't share, go away. Great sign. Um, uh, you want to go first, Doc? He might as well have just turned around and stuck his finger in his face and said, "You ain't got one of these. What's wrong?" Yeah, and it shows it, you the that, fucking. It, it, it ended right, right there. That's it. That should have gone off the air. They shouldn't have mm-hmm. little fucked around with whatever else they're gonna do. I was done at this point, but yeah, I'm probably about done anyway. Um, and the intensity, the language. The world, how they're going to handle their business, and then he just stood there looking at it while Rick's still trying to like fix things and make it a party. He's just standing there glaring at the camera. Ugh. It's real to him, damn it. Harper, what'd you have? Poor old Luger, man. He doesn't look happy. There's, there's so much that the audio doesn't show. It's, it's JJ ducked off in the back. You know, JJ's usually a you know, pretty boisterous talks, got a lot to say. He's kind of ducked off in the back. You know, he ain't saying nothing. He hadn't said nothing this whole episode. He was out there with Luger earlier. They never even showed him. And then Arn starts cutting a promo and starts talking about how, you know, they, they, they yell at the champs, but, you know, they ain't really talking to everybody because certain some of us around here don't have that. And he's just, I mean, Arn ain't lying. You know, he talks about how when he wasn't a champion, and he was going to be a champion. He kept saying, I'm going to be a champion, not because I want, because I need to. But the whole non-visual or the whole visual that you can't hear in the promo is, is Lex takes off his glasses and like, all right, you bastard, you talking about me? 
But Lex don't say nothing. He kind of just stares, crosses his arms, just is looking at Arn like, really, dude, this is what you're going to say after all these months? You know, and we got to remember something, too. You know, I ain't trying to defend Luger, but Luger was a champion for a long time while Arn didn't have a belt. Y'all remember that? Yes. So I'm just saying Luger kind of has a right to maybe be like, dude, what are you talking about, man? I was, you know, I had a strap when you were just, you know, fiddle fucking around and didn't have shit. Um, why can't I, why can't are y'all I have talking rematch? about can't, this like it's real? Can't anyway. I have my rematch before I'm in trouble, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't why know. Why didn't man. y'all this kick was... Flair out when he lost the belt? There, well, mm, interesting thought. So, anyway, um, I don't know. Doc, any other thoughts? No, that was that was big. That looked, that felt big to me. Yeah. That that was that was money, and it was really good. Harper, what about There's, you? Anything else? They got Thunder in Paradise. I mean, Trouble in Paradise. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you have to um, wait a few years on that shit. <laughs> so, anyway, so we keep going, and we're we're actually getting to the nearing the end of this. Yes, uh, my this NWA I've been waiting for this shit. Here we go. Uh, uh, Syracuse, <laughs> dog. Go Orange, man. Oh, yeah. So, what Hopper is referring to is Mike Rotunda comes out, and I actually felt bad for Rotunda right here because... He went out there and cuts a promo after what Arn just said. I mean, he could have had just video proof that, I don't know, aliens landed in the middle of Central Park and we still would have been talking about what Arn was talking about in the last promo. I mean, he, he to follow Arn right there was just, it was tough on him. And then the promo wasn't all that great, too, and right. it's not a knock on him. It's just the whole Florida heavyweight champion is just, it's just like, what? what, what? What's going on? But anyway, Harper, what about you? No. They should have had that before this match. Before the Horseman match. Have him come out, get his shit in, and like, okay, thank you, uh, Mike Rotunda. Now let's go to the ring. And it's the Horseman. So maybe they should have had they should have had the, the Rotunda cut the promo, then this match, which this match I'm referring to is Mighty yes. Wilbur, Barry Windham, Ricky Santana versus Ivan Koloff, Warlord, and Barbarian, and then the Horsemen cut their promo. Yes. And go off air. Because Hopper is telling you how much he loved this match. How much did you love it, Hopper? Not really. Okay. <laughs> this was a this was a clusterfuck with, with fucking uh, Mighty Wilbur and just... Yeah, this is just... No. Hey, pal. It almost went ten minutes too. I know. Sure it did. It went over. <laughs> right. It went to the very end of the episode. We didn't like, even have okay, a winner. See, yeah. This is see you next week. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Rest of it next week. No, I God, hope not. Not. no. 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 It's not. They don't. They don't. Okay. <laughs> Let's forget this <laughs> happened. Yeah. So again, that's what happens, and. This is how they go off air with this six man match with no resolution. And it just was, I don't even call it wild ass. It just was just what it was. And Barry, poor Barry, he's involved in this. He went from working the champ eight months earlier to <laughs> this. And that's it. So, all right, we got to rate this thing. Doc. Let me go first. Let me go first because I just had a knock on my door. I had a young at risk youth that needs a little bit of mentoring. It's late. I'm not feeling well. So I want to go ahead and take yeah, care dude. of that that situation. So I'm going to give you my rating uh, and then I'm going to give you the Rolex and then I'm probably going to sign off and let you two take it home since I had to be here for the beginning. I'm going to say a B plus. 
I was going to give it a B, but then we started talking about how if we hadn't watched Starcade and back in the day, you would have never seen those. Actually, I'm going to say A minus because if we'd have never seen those in the day, this would have been the best show all year to watch. So based on what we saw, have already seen, it wasn't that great. But if you put it in the context of what you were would have rated it as a teenager, that shit was awesome. And I'm giving it to Arn because he stood out there and called out somebody. I mean, HR, JCP HR department should have come out and said, now we don't have performance discussions in a group setting. You need to really go off and have a private conversation with the person that you have a conflict with. (laughs) But I would Uh, say Arn because he walked out there on national TV and just said, you're a problem, pal. Yeah, he did. And, hey, uh, and, on, and on all of that notes, I want everybody to make sure that they're blessed and be a blessing. If you're out there and you're thinking about doing the Von Eric thing, don't. Um, Doc, I know you got to go. I'll make the uh, Patreon announcement shortly. Or, uh, um, yeah, I'll make it shortly. That we, All right. Well, we'll, we'll is, is, it that the, is it that the show's coming to an end? No, about the Clash of the Champions and. The- oh yeah, that we're not going to do anything ever again. I got it. Okay. No, not. Well, uh, you boys, you boys, bring it home. Book it, bitch, and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Later. We'll catch you. We'll catch you later. Uh, Harper, what are you going to rate it? I'll give it a B plus. Okay. A B and plus. What about your Ro- What about your Rolex? It's got to be on, man. He's called out fucking Luger without calling them out. Yeah, and again, spoiler alert. It'll uh, progress in the next uh, couple of weeks, which is a great part about it. Uh, oh, I no. will, um, I will give it to Arn as well, the Rolex that is. And as far as the, as far as the rating, I think I'm gonna go A minus. I was gonna go B plus, but Doc said something that I, I was like, yeah, that's true. When they show those clips from Starcade, that's a big deal because you you would have never seen that any other way unless you uh-huh. one got the VHS or two. You know, um, saw it on Saturday night. So, with that said, that was the that was the reason I had to give this a a, a minus. So, a minus plus, I'm giving Arn the Rolex. So, there it is. All right, Hopper. Um, so there's a reason. Uh, you you we we hinted at uh, something with Patreon, and uh, I'll tell you more about this off air. But uh, because of course we want you to be involved in it. But I don't know if you realize this, but in 1988 in Jim Crocker Promotions. Um, there is going to be, well, Jim a, a Crockett fucking shake up. Well, not only that, but you got, you realize the clash of the champions start next year. Okay. We were, Doc and I were talking about the clashes and then, so not only do you have the clashes in Jim Crockett promotions, um, which I think the first three clashes are technically under the Jim Crockett banner. And then the fourth one late in December or later in December of 88 is actually uh, once they had sold to Turner. So anyway, the clashes, there are four clashes. There's also three, what we would call pay-per-views. You got the bunkhouse stampede in January of 88. You got in July, the great American bash. They actually, I mean, there's a tour, but we actually have the, there's like one event and then you got Starcade again because that's your flagship Super Bowl type event. So yeah. essentially, you got seven specials, right, um, for the year. So what we're gonna do, since there is a lot more, and, and here's the thing: if you are a patron already and you're happy 
We're getting the world-class reviews and the pre-shows and the video reviews and all that stuff. That's fine. You don't have to do anything. If you're, those will still be at the same level. But what Doc and I were thinking about doing is um, if you bump up to the $5 level, not only are we going to add the clashes in 88 and the pay-per-views in 88 to that level, so it'll be it'll be additional stuff. In addition to the, the free stuff we're doing every week, we're still going to do NWA, we're still going to do Smoky Mountain. All that stuff's going to be free every single week. But if you bump up your Patreon level, we are going to include the pay-per-views there uh, along with the Clash of the Champions since those weren't pay-per-views. Um, and then we're, we're going to add a couple other things. But that's the main things going if you uh, if you bump up to the $5 level. So if you're currently happy with what you're getting and you don't really care about the Clashes and the pay-per-views, um, stay with it and you know, that's fine. It's still going to be two and I'm still going to put the WC, the world-class stuff up on the $2 and $4, uh, section and tiers. But if you want more, that's going to be more. Um, also Lance and I are going to do some other things also uh, on the, uh, $5 tier tier as well. So anyway, I want to throw it out there. Some changes coming, not really a change, more of an addition. There you go. So doc and I talked about it. Uh, Hopper, we'll have to get with you to see if you'll be available for him. But um, I'm thinking sometimes you may, sometimes you won't. But anyway, it's we're doing it to to give people more for uh, for their Patreon and patronage. So there it is. Um, the and the good thing is we did not actually plan this, Hopper. You know how I shared my screen the whole night? Yeah. Well, that wasn't working on Skype. But let me ask you a question: Was it working the whole time right there? Yeah, pretty much. All right, so there's going to be no prep work. That's the other thing, because I'm going to do the research ahead of time. I'm going to have everything laid out. Y'all don't have to watch it ahead of time. We're just going to hit play and record. All right, we just, we're, we're just going to call it in a ring. Yeah, and the, the thing is, with the clashes, those are under two hours. So it's not even it wouldn't even be a real, real long show. That's good. So it, it's, not even, it's not even that lengthy of a recording for us. But anyway, so that's what's happening. If you got questions, email me, bookoftheterritory at gmail.com or Twitter, DM me at BTT underscore podcast or go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash bookoftheterritory. And there you go. Uh, so that, there's an announcement. Again, an addition, not really a change. If you're happy with what you're already getting on the Patreon feed, then no need to bump up. But if you'd like to hear our clash reviews and the three pay-per-views next year, along with some other things Lance and I are going to be doing as well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be adding some stuff like a Q and A type show and whatnot. Bump up your patronage and we'll give you even more stuff. So there you go. Uh, lastly, I want to mention if you are at your patronage level where I owe you a shirt, I think I've got everybody taken care of. But if I don't, please remind me because again, with switch between Podbean and Patreon, it's a little hard to track. But if I owe you a shirt, trust me, email me right away and I will get that out to you uh, pretty much asap. So there it is. Um, Harper, we got what we got going on for Wildcat, man. I, I think I saw a show is coming up in April. Um, do I need to? Oh yeah, bro. To, to look the 16th, it up. Sixteenth, right? That's what it is. Uh, let me let let me double check while we're um while we're on here. Uh, Let's see, Wildcat. I, so I'm you're what I made of Wildcat. Pull it up on the Facebook gimmick. I lo- I, I love that. Um, I actually love that intro song, bro. The the People's Champ is back. <laughs> I love that intro song. All right, we are, uh, let's see. It is April the 13th at Meisler Auditorium, which That's is in right. Marie, Louisiana. So The Meisler Dome. 
I'll make it real simple. Go to Wildcat Sports' Facebook page. That's Wildcat with a K. It is Wildcat. Harper will be there April 13th, Saturday night, 7 p.m. It's the first round of the tag team tournament, bro, for the first ever Wildcat Tag Team Champions. Which will be a couple of your guys, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. We're going to, we're definitely, you got to take it on. So, uh, who, who, which, do you have one team in it or more than one? You got to wait and find out, dog. You sound like these damn people that fucking message me. No, I don't want to know if, if, I don't want you to guarantee who's going to win or not. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out who, which team of yours is going to be in the tournament. That's all I'm asking. You got to wait and find out. All right, and let me ask. It's only the it's only the first round that night, or is what, it the whole tournament? Uh, I think it's just I think it's just it's just Wildcat Tag Team Tournament Round One. So okay, yeah, I'm looking at it too. You're right. Yeah. Round One Wildcat Saturday, April 13, 2019. So all right, well, good stuff, man. We'll uh we'll have to. I'm not going to be there because I'm still waiting on the X rate X rated announcement, Hopper. Just just okay. so we uh. Just so we know what's going on, I, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to X-rated. That's going to be some some really really good shit. So, uh, all right, before we get out of here, you know, I was mentioning the the the, the Patreon thing. It's tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt. Again, it's tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt. Sign up again. Extra content is coming in the next few months. We're going to be doing some new things. I added actually a new tier. I won't get into all the details, but uh, I did already mention what's going to, what we're going to offer if you just bump up to five now. But again, it's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Also, I want to mention the Amazon referral link. It's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Give that wink, to, uh, wink, give that link to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces of in your life and tell them to use it. Let me tell you, I'm seeing a up, Tick and traffic on the Amazon referral link. So we appreciate it. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Use it. Help us out. Great way to support this show on an ongoing basis. Um, I think that's all I got, Harper. We talked about Wildcat. That's talked it. about all that stuff. Do we have anything else? That's it, bro. All right. So uh, shout out to the wrestling podcast about nothing. ROH is Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett doing their thing every single Monday. Check that show out. Just search wrestling podcast about nothing wherever you get your podcast from. And then also shout out to our vantage point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn. They do their thing every single Monday as well. Just search OVP podcast or our vantage point, the retro wrestling podcast. You will find them wherever you get your podcast from good stuff. The Northern version of BTT slightly classier and a little bit more professional and you will enjoy it. Go buy some t-shirts. The links are all in the show description, become a patron, use our Amazon referral link. Like we were mentioning, other than that, I think Hopper is ready to ride off into the sunset, aren't you? Let's Hopper? roll, bro. Fuck. All right, Hop, hit the tagline and uh, get us out of here, bud. Well, look it, bitch.
Hey, everybody, before we get out of here, I want to thank all the patrons out there for all of your support. Thank the Hall of Fame patrons. And I got a couple other patrons I want to thank. A little bit something different on this week. So first off, over two years ago, we started the patron service. So before we get out of here, even though we've already done the main part of the show and we get this thing off to you, I want to mention a bunch of patrons either at the two-year mark or near it. And let me say this. If I miss you, please email me, bookintheterritory at gmail.com, and I'll make sure to cover you in the coming weeks. So I uh, just want to say that it's confusing because of the move from Podbean to Patreon, but I want to thank all the patrons out there. So two years ago, we started the patron service, and I just want to mention uh, a bunch of people. Marty Howell was our very first patron. So thank you, Marty. Hall of Fame member, Marty Howell. Boone Howard, Twit Dust, a.k.a. Dustin, Tim Arecci, Wayne G., David DeVries, Josh Warren, Dan Verner, Coldman822, Cody, K-Stone9709, Frog Zeppelin, Voodoo Moon Baby, Mark Wilson, who's at Thin Man Within on Twitter, Sean Sparks, who is at Sparks Third Coast on Twitter, at Spyboy Sports Cap, Drew NFR Media, David Cameron, Chuck Erd58, Slider91 US, Troy Anspaugh, The FXC, Jim Vensky, Steven CG, T Hog94, SV Padra, Moondog, Gerald Green, excuse me, as I burp, Gerald Green the third. Um, I just want to thank y'all. Now, again, look, I am sure I missed a name or two because of the move to Patreon, and many of you are still using Podbean patron service. If I missed you, again, email me at bookintheterritory at gmail.com, and I will take care of you either uh, next week or the week after. So, again, Two years ago, we started it. Some of you are at your two-year mark, and then others of you at your year and year and a half. Um, or I'm sorry, not a year, but a year and a half at this point. So as you near your two-year mark, or if you're at your two-year mark, I just wanted to mention a special thanks to you uh, for being patrons. I, I Look, man, we're adding to the patron service, and seriously speaking, without you all, I don't know if we would be adding to the patron service at this point. So I just have to say thank you and your patronage is, is very appreciated. We are an independent. We are not a big name podcast. We are small timers. You know, we don't have a lot of money, uh, but we are making this thing work and we appreciate you supporting us. And I can't say that enough. I truly can't thank you all enough for that now as i say that shout out to the hall of fame patrons out there glenn abbott at ga russell nut on twitter bobby murray marlon Mueller, aka at half pints point josh warren everett star super duper hall of famer mike Childry, super duper hall of famer k underscore row 86 and super duper hall of famer disrespectfully classy marky blassy also craig norman Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21 on Twitter, Josh Dunn at Ryan and Auburn on Twitter, good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Marecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Pru, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pagem, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, R.E. Miller 39, Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinoza, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin Unisquare Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, and T Hog 94. Thank you for being Hall of Fame patrons. Appreciate it. Thank you for making this show go. Before I get out of here, check out my buddy, 
Mike Pru from the Bottom Line Podcast. Him and his buddy JV are breaking down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin month by month on a weekly basis. They are covering 1998. But go back and check out 96 and 97 as well. Or just dive in where they're currently at and enjoy the show. Uh, new episodes are released every single Wednesday morning. They're available wherever you get your podcast from. So there you go. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, Hall of Fame patrons. And congratulations to all of you out there who have hit the first year and a half and two-year mark. Hopefully, I got you all covered. And thank you very much. And you know what Harper always says when we get out of here. Book it, bitch. <laughs>